online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz you tell begin! You oh. Hi! <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> To the series premiere, pilot of CBS, Madam Secretary. I'm your host, Pat Lambert, and with me today I have co-hosts, Courtney Henderson and Sterling Cates. <laughs> this is the West Wings theme music, <laughs> but I thought only appropriate for a good old pilot. Dun, dun, it's in the West Wing. Dun. Let's talk about that. You sound very presidential with that music behind <laughs> was, your voice. It was a little serious. I'm, for I'm me. tearing up a little bit. This, one this is a beautiful tear. song. <laughs> this is a beautiful song and a beautiful show. Let's get into it, shall we? We shall. Tealione. Tealione. So this she's not back to TV. Well, she had a '90s show. She had a big show. She's done TV before, mm-hmm. but she's but been a, a film actress for the yeah. last decade. Um, and she's in the lead. So a few things that we want to talk about, I think, are story. And then also the makings of what this show sort of is. Because it's not similar to Scandal, if you watch the premiere episode, or any episode of that. It's constantly driving you. You're constantly caught up in some sort of soap opera drama plus mm-hmm. plot drama. This has a very different feel. Mm-hmm. What like what did you like in the beginning? Well, for me, in the beginning, it was a little it was a little slow. And it's just like, okay, how is she going from this person who has pigtails and is... Uh, raking up horse manure mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden <laughs> she's just in the office as secretary of state so there was that was a really big oh there's a switch. two month there wasn't was even a little subtitle that said yep. two months later it was just mm-hmm. kind of like oh okay then the next day she's secretary of state I thought it was me? what I liked about the episode was I thought it was believable the beginning of the exposition, I think, was a little off because even when, when she's out to dinner with all her CIA friends and they all get the alert about the plane going down, mm-hmm. she doesn't seem really compelled by the news. And then even when the family turns the news on, she doesn't seem to actively watch it. Right. And for someone I would think taking that role on or who would be interested in international politics, she doesn't what? react to the death of the um, Secretary of State in a very grand way. And then it's sort of inter- introduced as sort of the B-plot of the whole series or the arc of the series is that there's some sort of controversy to why they died. Yeah, I definitely think she would have been more affected by it if it was something that we knew was going to happen. See, and I think it's interesting because she didn't yet know that she was going to be up for this position. You know, the president hadn't shown up yet at her house to Mm -hmm. offer this job to her. And so I almost feel like perhaps she's distanced herself a little bit on purpose because she's one of those people. She's living this new life. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like from what we know so far that this was something she chose or her and her husband chose and they stepped away from their political CIA spy jobs to be civilians. And Mm -hmm. while it somewhat still intrigues her, it's kind of like if she just always was so engulfed in it, it would be really hard for her to not miss it more. I guess it was was more like when, for me, maybe this is just because it stood out to me, is when I get here breaking news, I as a civilian am interested. So when when the Secretary of State's plane goes down, that's a huge monumental moment. They're the fourth person in the presidential, like, Procession, right. yeah, you know, like yeah. they're the fourth one from the from the seat. 
And she didn't seem compounded by the fact. And, I mean, she was called back into duty and then very quickly takes up the task. It's not like there's a lot of transition that she struggles with other than being styled differently. <laughs> Which is odd, too, because the job itself is so complex. So, And we don't know everything about her background. We don't know everything about her espionage background to know that she would understand the complexities of that role. But presuming if she was CIA, she would have been in that sit room, she would have been in those CIA briefings, she would have worked with a former Secretary of State, so she'd understand the role, but it's very quick. She assumes the role of power very, very quickly. And that's something I actually kind of, I felt a little cheated going straight to two months in, because we don't see any of that transition. We don't Mm -hmm. see if there was any resistance or kind of any having to justify why she became Secretary of State. Now, I mean, that could be a whole season in and of itself, Right. just the politics of being accepted. And so, you know, obviously that's probably why they just cut it to where right. any of the drama behind her being appointed is just And I think over. there's there's elements, and I think maybe it's just because it's the pilot, but a normal secre- Secretary of State is in the air a good part of their tenure. You know, Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. made the record for, like, most days <laughs> in the air. Literally did right. only, only <laughs> touch ground a few times. Yeah. Um, and even Condoleezza Rice has the most miles of of any Secretary of State. So it was sort of odd, I think, for the pilot that within the first two months, two kids in Syria and then this dinner for Swaziland, they should have, Secretary of State has a lot more going on. Right, exactly. And I also want to know more about her background in the CIA, just because when the president was there, he said she left because of ethical reasons or whatever Mm -hmm. that line was, Mm -hmm. but we we don't know what those exactly were. And the sort of ominous thing that introduces the company. Right, Whatever this company is. You know, the sort of underground, which is some, some sort of CIA... FBI initiative. Group. Yeah, and then when she's in talking to her husband, she says, I don't want to let him down again. So it sounds like something might have happened before. I guess we'll find or out later. Or he left for his or, political career. I mean, like, yeah, cause, like something. Because now he's president, there. so he must have run off of his experience in some. So yeah. it couldn't have been too secret. Yeah, I don't know. It's something there. I just want to know more about that background and that transition because I feel like one day you're a CIA, CIA agent and then the next day you're a professor. Like, I want to know more about how that happened. Well, I feel like, I don't know, but it's almost like they were maybe in, well, I can't think of it, were they like protective custody? Mm-hmm. The Witness protection? L- thank you. Like a witness protection type program mm-hmm. where like the spy friends were kind of asking what she's doing and she's like, oh, well, we're professors, you know, and, and kind of the humdrum of civilian life yeah. per se. But it almost sounds like it was chosen for them a little bit because of her background. Of course, she can teach history in the mm-hmm. Cold War, etc. So I hope well, we that's, see that's a very interesting question because the, when they're talking about spies and they're all sort of living normal-ish lives, you know, that's I think we also have sort of a Hollywood hyped-up idea of what a spy is. Like most spies, <laughs> really are just like advisors or analysts mm-hmm. about information, so they can't have normal people lives. Um, but I think for me, what's interesting about this show is maybe it's lack of interesting. So if you look at sort of its contemporaries, like The West Wing, or I mean, Scandal's a soap opera. It's really not a political show. Right. House of Cards or some of those shows, yeah. they are so full of full. everything. The, There's the, abundant the, the plot, like the character and then the plot. Like, Tia Leone plays a really strong lead, mm-hmm. you know, and she leans in. Like, she has that great scene at the end with the chief of staff where he says, you know, like, I could be a strong ally or opponent. And then she literally steps in and says, me too. Yeah. And that's great for her character, but we don't I mean, I don't know what you got from the rest of the ensemble, but, like, West Wing was an ensemble show. House of Cards, every character in that is so packed. Powerful. You know? Yeah. I mean, we've got some House of Cards characters in this show. Yeah, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, like, House of Cards has such a weird shooting schedule. 
So they yeah. must yeah. be back on the next season. I hope they're on the next right. season. They better be. They might. Well, I mean, if it's not going to come out till February, most likely they're probably double hitting. Yep. I mean, they may not need to be doing it. I mean, Matt McGorry from Orange New Black is on the new Shonda Rhimes show. You know, so those Netflix kids got time. They got to figure dabble in network. You know. Well, that was something I actually just finished watching that today. House Cards. House of Cards, the second season, just last few episodes. So it was very, it was very interesting to come into this show knowing it was going to be the same roles, meaning president, vice president, secretary of state, etc., with completely different actors and actresses in completely different and tones. Yeah, Yeah, and the whole tone of it different. So it was very interesting because I'm like, that's not the chief of staff. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, very true. Right. Oh, I'm I'm comparing it to the West Wing. I'm like, where's the press secretary? Where's my Alice and Janney? Like, I think though, for me, it's. It, and maybe it's only because I have been spoiled by loving other political shows. This show seems like a really strong CBS series. It's approachable. It's intelligent. The dialogue is smart. Um, when the two sort of, uh, the two members of the staff, the speechwriter and the other girl, come in and have the, sort of the witty banter with her about yes. the adjectives of what they're going to use for the speech, that is something very typical of the political sort of writing. Um, and obviously, like the family storyline takes up maybe forty percent of the of the whole pilot, so like, that's obviously going to be a big part of the story. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't feel compounded by the other characters. And I think I hope you know that more will come that it's just kind of establishing her as the lead, and so we'll see more of these other characters kind of filter in, yep. and their storylines kind of filter in as the show goes on. I mean, I'm really excited to see Blake. Her, her assistant or you know, oh yeah, Blake. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was funny. Like he yeah, had, funny. he really delivered some character. I think out of all the people and the husband, yeah, it's obviously yeah. fantastic and so hot, yeah, he's <laughs> so attractive. Honest. Yeah, I already don't like the chief of staff. Whatever, me his neither. Name is. He and his so dynamic annoying. is great because he's also known as being sort of a rough actor. But like the president, I just didn't feel like any of the other secondary characters, and a lot of them aren't even big names. Sort of, Teal is yeah. obviously yeah. the big name. Well, Jumanji lady, what's what's her name again? BB, whatever. Oh God, I'm forgetting her name. Well, Jumanji it, lady. But she has been on so. She has <laughs> Frasier, been in so she'd many been in so things. much. She's yep. been in movies and TV shows. Like, like and they only tease. I love even. her. She's I mean, fantastic. Her if if you're confused, she's the deputy she chief of staff, Nadine I guess. For in the yeah, she, she was the one doing the charts. Yep. With all of the ambassadors' wives. Yeah. In the beginning, I want I want her character to be developed more because I feel like she can be. There's a natural tension that's definite there. Yeah. Well, and I love that the very end of the episode when the dinner went well that um, Tia's character Bess I guess acknowledged and you know, said thank you and it was kind of one yeah. of those where there's still that tension yeah. but it was kind of an acknowledging that like we won't always get along but we can work together yeah right. and for Nadine I think Nadine exactly. and, the, and the staff it's sort of a cockiness like who's this new woman mm-hmm. she doesn't really understand this role mm-hmm. Tia comes in full power and does exactly what she sort of wants <laughs> yeah. so that moment at the end where she says like good job and mm-hmm. then Tia says thank you I think Tia's sort of saying, like, you never needed to second-guess me. Like, I get what I'm doing. Right. I'm going to be great. There's a reason the president yeah. only called me. But it's a very sort of cautious tease. And the scenes aren't that fast. Like, Aaron Sorkin, any of his shows, and a lot of them are very... They're quick. They're dialogue-driven, mm-hmm. and it's fast, and it's moving, and there's drama, but it's always character. It's different from that because I don't feel like any of the scenes... I don't know. She carries the whole... She is the whole she show. Does, she is. And if you look at Kerry Washington on Scandal, obviously it's a different sort of breed... Those shows, I mean, the secondary characters are each have crazy complex stories, but even like when you first meet them, you know they're complex or 
You know, every one of those secondary com- characters uh, comes in. I can't wait in, for it to come back on. And it's <laughs> way more of a soap opera, which I sort of appreciate that mm-hmm. this isn't. It doesn't turn politics into soap. Yeah, I like the integrity of the show. The feel of the show because right. of that tone. And I feel like it will be a little bit slower going off mm-hmm. out of the gate because of that. You know, it's going to take a little bit of time for them to give us the depth of the characters because they're taking it seriously. And it's not just going to be a little bit of the drama or scandal. Right, that right. I mean, scandals are like... Some of the shows, but even scandals of called scandals. I, I mean, but House of Cards is like next still level. Has that right. element of the drama and the the oh, scandal? But exactly. Every episode in House it. of Cards, like you feel tense watching. It. Like, mm-hmm. am I allowed to be? Am I in on this meeting? Like, House of Cards <laughs> yeah, is like, right. but it's narr- dangerous. It's, it's, it's written to be narrated that way, where you're in the room because he breaks the fourth it, wall mm-hmm. and acknowledges the camera and the audience at moments. This show is isn't going to do that. You yeah. know, where T is going to like look over to us and right. say something. Right. Oh, so, I mean, which I yeah. which I like though. I like yep. that this is kind of setting it up that way. I like that. Well, it's also hard, I think, or maybe it's unfair to judge it against these other shows because it is its own. It's un- it's different. And if you think about it, Madam Secretary, the whole idea is that she carries this show. This woman who is sort of introduced as out of the fold, getting so quickly at the top level mm-hmm. and doing it her own sort of like going rogue, not Sarah Palin esque way. <laughs> um, but I, like- I guess that's what the series is, is her evolution as a thinker. And she's a very objective. I feel like she's not a character. With Carrie Washington, the first episode, she's kissing the president. With House of right. Cards, they're obviously, like, you never really can trust them. They're up to something. I feel like she's very real and objective mm-hmm. with the way that she understands things, intelligent, and, you know, you trust her as a character. Absolutely. Right. And I love that. I love how he, you know, the president says he only wants her for the job because he knows how she thinks, he knows how she analyzes. So it's kind of where he's got that wavelength with one other person in sync. But also he said, you know, I need somebody that thinks out of the box and you don't even know there is a box mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And yeah. just kind of wanting that. So I think that that's where the excitement and kind of that richness for this show is going to come from having all of that out-of-the-box kind of new way of thinking and mm-hmm. the, that twist that they couldn't really give us yet because they're establishing... They have the to, so much to establish in the pilot. Her, yeah. Yeah, they have it's to hard enough with a pilot. Seat. And I'm glad yep. she stepped up to the plate when... Because he did say all these things. I want you to think outside of the box. I know how you think, blah, blah, And that's exactly why she got the job. Yep. So when she was shut down the first time, it seemed like that's... That and the husband's it. great and Socrates back great. and forth. It's yeah. like, get back in there. And he's like, so you need to take action. And she did, and she went... You know, and texted the husband, the first lady, lady. and, you know, got this meeting and went around the chief of staff. So by taking action and showing the president exactly why he hired her in the first place. And I thought that was really important for her character. Because if she didn't do anything, it's like she's not that strong, powerful woman that we thought she was. And it's also really nice to see how savvy she is about all the elements of politics. Like she says she's not a politician, but there's that great moment where um, the family has gone on record with New York Times, Mm -hmm. which would be a big story, and she knows exactly how to play the media. Mm -hmm. So she calls in the stylist and says, I'll play the part because I know how to get on the front page. That's good political savvy thinking. Like that's everything in publicity, It's or everything in politics is innately related to publicity because it's so closely tied. And on the topic of the makeover, I don't think she really needed one. She looked beautiful in the first place. And then she looked looked beautiful after the makeover. It wasn't like a... It was more of a star power. I think it was more like she looked like a normal, boring businesswoman who was going to work. And then she turned it on for the public. It's like she had a a coordinated outfit. Totally. And that's how I felt. I didn't... I agreed. I didn't think that she needed it until I saw it. And then I'm like, oh, that's what they meant. That's exactly what they meant. Just that extra oomph of, of the like red sass. With yeah. the, the red uh, dress with the coat. And I think what we'll find that's hopefully exciting, because also, oh, we didn't compare it to Homeland, because it sort of <laughs> skews a little close to what that show, I mean, that show is also a drama, like it's like so much love involved in it, but it's 
situations. Like the Secretary of State, the biggest thing is always putting on a show, but also handling situations and being in really unique backroom situations, being part of the conversation before it ever goes public. Right. Benghazi, all those sorts of situations, the sit room. Like one thing I was like, you know, the Secretary of State spends a lot of time when crisis happens in the sit room. Like yeah. they go down and that's where they meet. Um, and it looks like the tease for next episode, we're seeing that more activated Tealioni who's running from from meeting to meeting and really yeah. handling situations. So it's going to be exciting to see her do that. Well, and that's what I liked about, you know, they gave us the Syria with the boys, you know, in this episode. And we got to see her kind Handle of take something. the job. Yeah, I mean, and we kind of got a little bit of that spy background. You know, just she that obviously is she the has excitement. people and she has her own connections. Yeah. yeah. We know that. You know, and, and she's, and I loved when they were sitting in the church and he said, you know, so you're cashing in your chips because she'd right. gotten his cousin or cousin's family yep. and she said, no. I'm appealing to your humanity. Yes, and I just, I mm-hmm. love that because it, it was, I'm not coming to you to blackmail you or to be shady with you. I'm coming to you person to person but know, I also with liked, my integrity. But I also liked that she did that to say, like, this is really what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. But also remember, we're not on the same level. I'm the Secretary yes. of State. <laughs> right. I'm one exactly. of the most powerful people <laughs> yeah. in the world. Yeah. And then just like, reminded him. Like, wink. Thank you. Is. We'll see you at work. Yeah. You know? <laughs> see you at nine. Get the coffee. <laughs> so... I think it'll be exciting to see the development there. And I also think the secondary characters, if we can sort of analyze them, the husband is fantastic. I think the kids... I love their relationship. I wrote that. I love that when she's, you know, questioning because the kids are doing their own thing and, you know, school is not going well. And And they're opinionated. She says, did we do the right thing? And he goes, we absolutely did the right thing. What are you talking about? Yep. (laughs) And and then later... He goes, what do you want me to say? She's like, you know, well, we're not having sex as much. And he's like... But this and this, and he's like, just, well, what do I say? You know, and yeah. it's just like he's just that doting husband, and it's yeah. like every girl yeah. just wants the guy. But he's intelligent. It's very nice to see a woman in power. It's also nice to sort of have that dialogue where she says, like, I know some men are because now we're seeing sort of a new wa- new wave in television. So many strong female characters exactly. running their shows, and that's always been a thing. But now it's like on all the network yeah. shows, mm-hmm. and, and now, it's like dealt that- with very appropriately. It's not like it's a big deal that she's a woman. Exactly. I like that she is in a position of powerful, but a uh, power but that's not affecting her marriage at all. Yeah. And I don't know if, like, it is TV, so it's like, oh, there's got to be something wrong with this marriage. It's way too perfect for TV. Well, I was sort of thinking, like, when is he going to get information when that he's it, not so sad? Is he a former spy? Like, you yeah. know, like, right. but that's maybe that's my scandal training or some yeah. of the more but scandalous yeah. shows that you're, like, waiting for everyone to be, like, a little, like, malevolent. You know? Every, everyone yeah. must be wrong. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to... I really hope nothing is go- crazy going on there, like affairs yeah. and that sort of stuff. Oh, my gosh. But it is TV, and I have been watching all of Scandal, so... Exactly. So we're predisposed <laughs> yeah. to a little soap, which I like that it sort of skirts away, and that I do think those... Like, when when she's walking through the kitchen out of the dinner, and we're seeing each one of those secondary characters getting their one line of, like, well, I'm staff writer, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to go get the cars, that that sort of excited me, that that's going to be mm-hmm. the team that we're going to travel with, that, right. like, nuclear team. Oh, yeah, and I loved when they sat down with Blake, because she was in the office dealing mm-hmm. with the the boys of Syria, and you know, they're like, who's she in there with? Because a stylist needed right. to be introduced. And, and he's like, I don't know. I'm not he telling shuts you. It down. Yeah, yep. and they're like, um, out here in the bullpen, you know, and he we calls cooperate. Right out. I mean, those characters. I loved that line when yeah. he said, "I heard about the Christmas party," and mm-hmm. I know that. And <laughs> all those characters were very funny. Like the two former, for, like from the former Secretary of State that got mm-hmm. carried over, they had funny back and forth. I feel like that team, that young sort of inspiring team, is really going to be compelling as the show sort of goes on. They each mm-hmm. get their funny lines. Yeah. 
And but, I, I hadn't thought about this, but maybe that's why the show was so, you know, main character driven be- mm-hmm. for the pilot. Because maybe they're going to kind of feel out these other characters and decide which ones to develop and keep yeah. long standing and, and not just be recurring, but yeah. be season regulars. Right moving forward. And also, it's very evident that you need to establish, like, all the complexities of her situation. Right. It's really about her. Which, she has an anarchist son? I think it would be, I absolutely foresee, like, those kids getting kidnapped in some sort of high-stakes environment. (laughs) But, like, again, I'm trained by TV, so, like, maybe I'm just wanting that because I'm sick. I just love that because it's, like, one more thing that it's, like, this is just, this would so never happen. You know, this is so not the, this is not PC for Madam Secretary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But she's got a great rapport with those kids. What, like, Mm -hmm. the daughter's issue. Oh, she's the boyfriend. The boyfriend because they had moved. But at the same time, but before we knew that her daughter was missing her boyfriend, we didn't know that it was two months later so I was like oh where does his, where is her boyfriend yeah, I yeah. Didn't. well and it wasn't clear even though because it said two months later at some point oh it did it did she said yeah because we were like briefly. wow that was quick like, yeah, yeah well it kind of cut she's off watching TV it. yeah but it it didn't acknowledge that they moved you know what I, like it wasn't clear oh, yeah. that, that they that After the second commercial moved. break she's in the office and we went oh I guess she oh, took the job so she took the job you know so it's like but even knowing she took the job it's like obviously she's meeting her spy friends obviously the president is getting to her house under the radar uh, you know in some way she didn't on the ranch didn't live too far out of proximity from DC mm-hmm. you know so I, I didn't really think about how oh it's so far out of the way that she has to live that they had to literally relocate and yep. the kids would be in different schools and all of that would have to happen yep. but that did and that wasn't clear like you said yeah. none of that was really clear until the president's coming over and the kids are talking about you know this school sucks too and my boyfriend right. and I miss him and right. like, oh, oh okay we're caught up now yeah. <laughs> I wonder so. What I think lacked in the show, it, they did things well. The pilot mm-hmm. established character and arc well. Yeah. You know, we have the idea, like, the company is something. Tia Leone's character, the secretary, doesn't seem all of that painfully interested in this conspiracy plot. He dies, at the, like, yeah. her friend George dies, and it's obvious, like, something was up. Right. I just and don't, I don't even, I, I don't walk away from the pilot really compelled to the answer. It's interesting. You know? I I agree. I feel like, you know, with the old Secretary of State, obviously they're being foul play, suspected with the plane going down, not affecting her, not her really caring too much about what the foul play was. But now that it's George, now that it's one of her friends with... It sort of affirms the evidence. I think so. And I also think that now she'll care. Mm-hmm. You know, because we only got that information right at the tail end of this episode. But that's yeah. normally how, like, a, a, a tease would go. But it doesn't... Course. I don't feel like... It didn't thrill me. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know if the show's well, going to be a thriller. Yeah, I wanted... I don't think it will be either. But I wanted her to care more when George came to her house in, in an obvious panic. I wanted her to care more that this might be some, like, crazy thing going on inside of the White House. Yeah. because Because she is that moral, ethical mm-hmm. person on the show that's... "Quote unquote, not political." Yeah. So I wanted has her some to sort of objectivity, more. right? And I she balances it there. Yeah. But I guess like he comes in with so much energy and could create. I guess in that scene, you'd feel a real tension, a feel like a real nervousness if you're watching that sh- scene, yeah. and you don't entirely. It's not almost as awkward as it needed to be. Right. Well, because I needed she to feel more care, ominous. So I, care. I need I exactly. Like, I needed to feel more threatened as yeah. a viewer. That oh holy shit! Like I should stay for a whole season. To see where this goes. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I agree with that. I've never watched Scandal. I'll actually go on record, unfortunately, and say that's that. fine. But It'll so, change a lot. But yeah. it's interesting. <laughs> It'll little bit, but it's interesting because I Shonda feel like is evil. Shonda. I feel like having in. so much scandal and so much, it sounds like, go, go, go from that show, which I've never seen, so I don't know. Yeah. But that's kind of, like you kind of said, sk- like not skewing, but it's trained you to kind of expect a certain yeah. amount yeah. of But I guess reaction. it's more like, if we're looking in, the, and I, that's exact because I, I like mean? that this isn't scandal, because I like yeah. scandal, but I know but, that it's a soap that's opera. scandal. This is a different show. Right. No, I don't need another scandal. I already have right. one. Yeah. They say House of Cards is what people in D.C. think D.C. is like. Scandal is what people in LA think DC yeah. is like, and Veep is what DC is actually like. <laughs> That's, That's like, the fir- yeah. So we'll see where That'd this one fits yeah, in. To yeah, see how yeah. This plays with the car. But West Wing was such a big hit in its day because it seemed very accurate to everything, and also it's really portrayed what the role that show was fast. Went. You also had every single character in the entire like executive branch, and you had senators, mm-hmm. and you learned politics almost through the show. Right. This show is very smart dialogue, very very smart characters. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see. What situations we as a viewer, as civilians, are put into through the show. Right. You know? Well, and uh, what did you guys think about the dinner? I mean, because I loved how that was one of the previous Secretary of State's uh, agendas or engagements, you know, obligations. Fluff events. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that she didn't make it a fluff event. It wasn't just like a puppet there and just playing her part. She actually, again, similar to how she just went into the president's office and kind of took a stance there. She did that with the dinner as well, and I was happy to see I guess yeah. what continue to do I that. guess what maybe frustrates me about her, and this is okay because maybe that's As an what makes actor her or the character, the character, okay. and that could be part of the actor making character choices. Mm-hmm. But um, is that she plays to me middle of the road? I don't feel like she feels. I mean, she has passion in that scene where she's talking to the president, mm-hmm. where she fights for her right. point of view. I want her to be like that all the time. I want her to be that all the yeah. time, and maybe it's just because in the pilot they didn't want to introduce. They can't introduce so many different moving parts. Yeah, you know, it looked like in the tease for the next thing. I don't remember everything of it, but she's running from room to room, mm-hmm. and it has the pace of what the West Wing and what that world really is like, especially for someone at that level who's always moving and negotiating deals with the world. Yeah, you know, it doesn't seem like they really get they get these dinners and events like that, but there's always something underneath. Right, you know, well, ISIS right now. Yeah, if you're the Secretary of State right now, you can be in a million different countries, but at the same time, every other conversation is what's happening in ISIS with ISIS. Right, exactly. You know. So I'm interested to see because she didn't seem she goes home she has pasta it's like she's a, she's I, she didn't seem conflicted as yep. a character and you I, know I'm like you're the most power, one of the most powerful women in the or people in the entire yeah. world not yeah. that you don't have the right to go home for pasta but it's your first couple months at work I feel like you should be more stressed that's how yeah. I felt like you actually have time to go home and have pasta with your family. Right. Like, yeah. You're the secretary of state. I think Man or maybe woman. we're really comfy in the U.S. Like maybe shit's not <laughs> yeah. getting real right now. But I think as episodes go on and we get further into this, she's going to get a tougher skin. She's going to get more involved in it. She's probably just now being briefed on a lot of things, mm-hmm. and the the. Ever, the problems have been like delegated to other people, but as she becomes more experienced, I feel like that stress is going to pile on. And it's a, but at the same time, I don't think it's realistic that she's going to be home by six for supper. You know what right. I mean? Right. And we're going to see those scenes, obviously. And it's and I, what I don't want is I don't want it to become even House of Cards season two becomes a little unrealistic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's. I mean, they kill people. Like it's over the top. Yeah. It's not really maybe what's happening. Um, so this takes again like the more middle of the road. But I want more compounding situations. I want more character struggle. And even those secondary characters, like, it looks like the old guard, those two old characters, maybe their old boss was sort of more fluffy and didn't really take the role as seriously. Mm -hmm, You know, it wasn't as a front. 
even like people say like Hillary Clinton was a very lean-in sort of Secretary of State. She was very initiative-driven. John Kerry has done an amazing job, Mm -hmm. but is more reactionary. Right. You know, Clinton Mm -hmm. was much more proactive. Right. Every single country, every single meeting. Maybe it's because she was running for president a little time. Um, (laughs) And Kerry was like, I've done my time. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go home for some ketchup. But uh, (laughs) For some ketchup. His wife. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I I don't know. So I'm, I'm excited to see how those characters grow and the real political situations they find themselves in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was sort well, of too easy to be like, I'll call my friend to get them out of Syria. I was like, there's got to be more complex. Like, why didn't we right, get to how, see them get yeah, out? Why didn't we get exactly. to see the extraction? That's what I wanted to Did they the shoot the guards? Yeah. Like, what, where'd the plane come from? Like, that is what the Secretary of State is doing in the sit room is watching exactly what's happening. Like, this was a back, but she back just unofficial channel. Yes. Yeah. But she just gets a text message. But even Amazon. that, like, we're <laughs> the TV viewers. We get to see that back, back, back fictionalized exactly. channel. Like, I <laughs> want to know. So Exactly. I was thinking the same thing, that I wanted well, to see exactly how they got them out of there. Think about this, too. I mean, I, I'm excited to see how this show I'm excited. pans out. Yep. Um, how many shows, when you go back and watch the pilot, are they really, like, as good as you remember? You know what I mean? As the show is, like, five as seasons as later. Now. Well, obviously, like, Almost shows... Never grow so crazy right. and like you, you can never predict the plot lines and that's probably one of the things that I don't like a lot of but by like season four there's a plane crash like on every show it's like all right we yeah. ran out of storylines we get it but I every do think pilots crash. tease you obviously you, you have to establish character you have to establish like excitement and I think that this establishes one character and, a and some other good ones. Some other excitement yeah. good for you. people. We needed more excitement about the whole previous secretary of state thing and if he was a a dirty politician or whatever they were trying to get If this was a reality show, then this was great. But it's fictionalized television. Like, Mm -hmm. there's gotta be more tension. I want that chief of staff, like that, they had a good little, it was sort of like all the bumps and scuffs that we, even the Syrian kids, they landed, the two kids who were stuck mm -hmm. landed with a shower. I was like, no bruises, no cuts, no threat. That kind of, eh, me too. You know? I know that's awful to want. Obviously, no, but, but, it's but just, it seemed too real. Yeah, or or more intense. Right. If it's a drama mm-hmm. with comedic beats, it needs to be more dramatic. Agreed. You know, and right. you have the best character position in the world to have some real drama. So, do you think that this is partially like a writing thing? As far you know what I mean, where you're saying like it's lacking or kind of leaving us wanting a little more than we're given. Do you guys think it's a, a character like an actor thing like with the tension or do you think it's ready to be less tense if tiana did an interview that she she was saying um she they were they were saying how did you prep for this role Mm -hmm. and she said she had lunch with madeline albright Mm -hmm. um who was 97 to 2001 under clinton and and she said like it would be a disservice if i didn't do some of the research but didn't seem like she like went into it as as intensely as other Actors or roles have done, and and Morgan Freeman's the EP. It doesn't have the same political bravado. You know, an Aaron Sorkin show has a lot of bravado, and it right. has the best sort of staff advisors that you can imagine on it. Same thing with Shonda Rhimes. Like like Grey's Anatomy is a great show. It's a great soap opera. Yeah. But also, when you get in those medical situations, they have some of the best medical minds working on the script of that show. Even mm-hmm. Law and Order. Yeah, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a procedural. It has its like blah blah blah. But very intelligent people are writing that show, and I feel like the show... And keeping the jargon and, like, the integrity of the industry. Yeah, and we definitely get that. We definitely get that there. It's not like Mm -hmm. they don't do the role, but it doesn't seem as Mm hard-hitting as political shows tend to be. Exactly, yeah. 
So and that's my be opinion. Interesting to see how much of it because it is about her and kind of this family life transitioned into and you know this person that's living on a ranch becoming yep. madam secretary you know so it'll be interesting to see how what the the balance of home life versus work life yep. is and if that it, affects the marriage and yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. cuz it still is madam secretary this isn't you know some family name about her family and she happens to have this job like, right. the job is the is for is the, the front line yeah, yeah. So, very interesting exactly. Because I think for, I don't know, and, and it's also interesting, I guess it'll be interesting to see how it plays in the CBS demo and how people react to it. Mm-hmm. Not to sort of typecast CBS demos, but they tend to, <laughs> they have absolutely wonderful programming and it, great, great, great writing. Like Good Wife is a brilliant show. Yes. This is a great show. But it doesn't always have to be as scandalous as, as some cra- other, like, yeah, you know, ABC's crazy. biggest hits are really, really drama driven. Um so, and for me, I like political shows because I like to learn through the process. You know, like, I want the inside jargon. I want right. to see. Absolutely. You and know, because it's basically like getting to play politics. Like, they take real life sort of situations or situational mm-hmm. ideas and apply character with roles. Like, yeah. you know. And I think part of it, too, I mean, it comes on after 60 minutes, as you found out. Yeah. Because you're and watching 60 yeah. minutes. Right. Yeah, the thing is, is you <laughs> want that audience from 60 minutes to stick around and watch this show. That audience is so, inquisitive. They yeah, know this they, world. They know what's happening. They know the realities of it. They know it's, what's realistic and what's not realistic. So they, they're probably not the same people who are watching Scandal religiously. They're probably not the same right. people watching Grey's Anatomy. Right. The Doing Shonda Thurses. Yeah. That, that oh. may or may not happen. So I feel like they want that 60-minute audience. They want that smart, inquisitive, yeah. realistic. And it's definitely a smart, inquisitive show. I, I mean, yeah. the writing, it's definitely Clearly intelligent. Clearly like an old soul. Because I'm like, give me 60 minutes, and then I have a good wife, which I, the demo is like mid-50s, like mm-hmm. early 60s. Oh, I'm yeah. down. I so love I'm it. So I'm like, yeah, I'll put Madam Secretary right in between that. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I got right. my Sunday night in my sweats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. And I think what, I think for me, the takeaway is, Tia is a strong lead actress. Mm-hmm. You know, she's really going to come out of the gate with it. Yeah, I she doesn't have a. Great, I think she's a great person to have at the forefront of the show because she's going to bring a lot of people in, mm-hmm. um, and she's coming back to television. So that's a huge step for her career. And as they, well, so. and she's funny and she's smart. The you don't see a whole. What maybe that's good. We don't see like a whole. She's not, we don't see her crying to laughing. Like we don't see sort of a full gamut character. Mm-hmm. That's why I was saying she sort of plays the middle of the road. She's sort of. I, I hate saying the word bland. A little, obviously, mean, so though. commanding, so smart, she, da, 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 da. but but you're not. not we'll see. We'll see where that yeah. goes. Yeah. And I think that's right. It's right. It's a smart character choice for what they. I mean, you don't want a Secretary of State who is highly dramatic or dealing with Bipolar. all the, you know, exactly. You don't want that for the role. <laughs> with the but, high, high highs and low, low lows. Yeah. But she has a real command in every scene. And really carries the show. So we'll see where that goes. Yes. Yeah. Well, what do we see coming up? So if those are the sort of the final thoughts. Predictions. Predictions. <laughs> we sort of talked about what we, want what we think and what we yeah. want, you know. Yeah. But I, I want to see more. I want to not that I want this to be like a scandaly show. I do want them to stick with it being realistic. I want it to be a show that I'm learning like politics yeah. from, kind of like we were talking about before. So I do like that about it. But I want her to be consistently strong, consistently always out of the box, never taking you know no for an answer, which she did a little bit. Like she was like, yeah. I've never met a situation where I you know I don't have a choice, mm-hmm. and I want her to take that and then like multiply. I want, by it. Exactly. I think it's exciting. I think she has all the bare bones idea, like as a character. It's all these bare bones strengths that thrown into crazy situations are going to be really thrilling to see her lead and challenge. Yeah. You know, she's naturally like a challenging character. Um, that I think is going to be really exciting for the show. 
Yeah. yeah. I want to see, now that we know George is dead, I want to see kind of how that plays out and kind of does she start caring more about this corruption or, you know... She's got to. This, they she has brought, to. They wouldn't, they wouldn't yeah. have brought it up if it wasn't a thing. And what is but, the threat? Because I, I was thinking, because when she has this problem with the chief of staff, I was mm-hmm. like, well, then he must be behind it. He yeah. has, oh, out of right. all the characters you don't trust, he's, he's one of the people that has the most malicious intent. Yeah. And the and the tension, I'm like, is she safe in this position? The former right. Secretary of State got out, I mean, out, like, killed. Yeah. Right. You know, But is we she know safe? he was perhaps doing these Bad illegal things. things or whatever. Right. Well, but that's, but that's why I think it's so interesting. They, they had to kill George or, you know, one of them so that she would have this personal interest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, so it'll be interesting though because she is kind of that non-politician, kind of that ethical person. And so now, you know, my question as soon as we found that out was, how is she going to, you know, is she going to give this more priority or preference because it's yep. somebody she has a personal connection to? Yeah. Versus, you know, and is it going to get priority over something else maybe that objectively would get priority if George was just... Right. Some other guy, right? right. Well, you I know. think I think that the, this topic of whether or not whatever happened to the former Secretary of State, I think it's important enough for her to care about whether or not she knew George. Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I think that's why I wanted her to have more of a reaction when he told her because I yeah. feel like it is a really important thing. I don't get why she wouldn't. And I think if we, sort of like my last thought on it is a, now I'm appreciating her a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Is if we think about if the idea of Madam Secretary, you know, if you think about like the Iron Lady with Meryl Streep or any mm-hmm. sort of strong. Leading character it doesn't have to be female, but it is in the situation. Um, it's about how they handle things. So for other contemporaries, it's are they in love? Is romance clouding judgment? She seems very objective, intelligent. Mm-hmm. You know her pers- and has a unique point of view. She's not a politic. House of Cards is politics. Mm-hmm. It's people running for yes. public office and they're thirsty. They have ambition that is. She seems to have sort of okay ambition that she just wants to do well and she wants to make a change in the world just like and the things that you trust yes i don't think it's power hungry at all yes it's not power hungry she doesn't have other sort of influences that directly affect her decision making process sort of exciting to see this woman who is or this person with an interesting perspective that's atypical for the position Mm -hmm. chat like taking on the old the old guard well and what does it say about the president that you know this is the only person he says he yes kind of to. can trust yeah. you and yeah and says and, yes to. and tosses his chief of staff's opinion to, to the side that's good i also want to see a, a lot more with chief of staff and the president the president yeah. we don't get a lot from we, we get this sort of, of camaraderie with him is he behind it does he know about the company's controversy there's not a lot teased with him yeah and we don't even get to see him as the politician that he would be so well, I feel like if he chose her and she has this like great moral character, this whole thing, then he's probably right along the same lines. And it's probably the chief of staff that's the no something the virus president doesn't there. Know. Yeah, yep. exactly. And it, and it, in this and episode, the he's keeping things from yep. the president the whole time. So that could just be, you know, it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be a huge shock if he was behind this whole yeah this whole thing. Well, so I we'll definitely say. see her going around him in the future to where, but sure. it, it escalates, of course. And, you know, it's going to be, it'll be interesting. Her, her roots, her yeah. CIA, her mm-hmm. spy roots that are going to help her, just like in this episode, do that more. It's also interesting to see a leader of this, any position of power that that's, that's that important will have epic failure happen inevitably. Mm-hmm. Like Hillary Clinton, great secretary of state, Benghazi happens, people die under her watch. She gets blamed. Maybe she's part of it. 
but she had to deal with that situation and that guilt of something going wrong. Yeah. And this Secretary of State, a president, you know, things happen that are out of their control or in their control that go wrong. And I think, but it's still under their watch. So. Yes, yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to see those scenes with a great actress like Tia Leone right. carrying those sad scenes where things go wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? they have to show that. Yeah. Well, we want to hear what you think about the episode. So tell us on iTunes, YouTube, tweet us. Where are you guys? I am at Cohen, C-O-U-H-E-N, on Instagram and Twitter. Sterling. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Sterling Kate. I'm at Pat underscore Lambert, rolls off the tongue. Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to see. And we're going to lobby as the show goes on. So we will see you next week. It was great serving with you all. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 